Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chai with Rai, a life and culture podcast diving into the mindset and the business of being a creative. I am your host, Rai, and each week I bring you a guest or a fruitful message from the creative industry, all while sipping and spilling some hot garam chai. Now, if you haven't done so, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you love this podcast and are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, or wherever you are streaming this podcast from, if you could do me a kind favor and make sure to rate the podcast comment and share it on your stories and social and spread the word it organically grows the show and connects us with listeners who haven't tuned in before and overall as i always say it just shares the love also if you haven't done so already you can now become a patron aka a supporter of chai with rye by signing up on patreon for five pounds or as i love saying it in this accent five dollars and fifty cents each month your subscription will help support the show but also get you exclusive things such as a 24-hour link to the unedited, unfiltered video version of the show before it goes live on all podcast streaming platforms, shout out in the show of your comments and of yourself, exclusive opt-ins to any of the guest projects. I'll put the link for the Patreon channel in the description of the episode, so make sure to check that out. As we continue to take a break from our full-length episodes, I wanted to bring some snippets from previous episodes I enjoy, as well as some reflections that I'm having recently. Now, this specific snippet is from my conversation with actor and coach Daniel O'Meara in which we really discuss doing the work as a creative, and though Daniel talks about it from an acting and coaching perspective, I really think if you break down or dissect his message and put it into your own practice, you'll be able to relate to the message. I often go back to this specific episode with Daniel because he really talks about the ego and vanity we have as artists at some point, to what drove us into this industry and how his values and life has shifted since he created a business that is of service to others. In this episode, what really stands out to me is the moment where he talks about, and paraphrasing this by the way, how we can fall off the bandwagon and go into this place of, oh, I haven't gotten worked, or I didn't get picked, I have nothing to offer, why them, why not me, is it because I don't have this or that? And you doubt a lot of things. Which, P.S., I will do a self-reflection episode soon about going back to the core of you, which I really think gets you back to the space. So, watch out for that. But what always gets me through this at the end is Daniel saying, do the work. And that is what I go back to every single time, doing the work on myself and my practice. Now, we'll link in the bio in the description the link to the full episode with Daniel. But as of now, let's warm up our cuppers and let's dive straight in. I've seen guys lose their minds. I've seen some of the, some really talented actors. I can mention, I, I know two guys who were as good as anyone I've seen. Yeah. Like they, they were my age, they were as good as the Jude, they were better, they were better, they were better, they were better. They just didn't get an opportunity. And what ends up happening with those guys, one of them ends up on the bottle and on the drugs. And that's it, you know, he capsized because there's no structure in this business. So you've got to basically find a structure to answer the question. You've got to have a good routine. You've got to have some stuff going on. You've got to look at, okay, what is my routine? So you get up in the morning, you've got a nice routine. So you've got structure because you can just drift and then you can get angry and then you can get frustrated because if you don't have a purpose, if you're not going into, um, and you're just waiting for the phone to ring, which is what, especially what it was back in the day, that type of thing. You, you, I've seen guys lose their yeah. minds. I've seen them lose their minds, become alcoholics, drug addicts, and just confidence go and they're, and they're gone. I've seen many talented actors lost because, and they get into self-pity. They didn't get the opportunities. They, they were talented, but they didn't get, but it, You've got to find that those opportunities will come. 
you just got to have a good mindset. So when's that happening is they get more negative. It's tough. It's an oversaturated business. It doesn't matter what era you're talking about, whether it was the 90s and 20. Now it's always going to be oversaturated yeah. because everyone wants to get into it. So you've just got to be doing other, you've got to be doing things for your mind. You've got to be just doing stuff again, keeping busy um, and doing things that work for you. Everyone operates differently. You know, some people, whatever it is, you need to find what really stimulates you and moves forward. So because if you're just waiting for that job or waiting for that phone to ring, you become very one dimensional and you become, you can become very bitter and very angry, especially if it doesn't start coming away. You've got to look at other interests and, and be creative. I'm always intrigued to ask you this question and I've asked you this one before, which is the building blocks of an actor and there's terrific programs out there, such as yourself, you're doing Actors Crib and there's practitioner work in there. Do you think in order for there to be a foundation for any good actor, you need to either do the following two things or just go into the industry and build on experience. One is, do you need to go and learn such as Alexander, Meisner, Stanislavski and so many other, or do you know to, to go to an acclaimed credit school like Lambda, RADA, Central, so many other schools? Because I think now it's, it's, it's really an interesting space. There are so many courses which are agency led, which are, you know, you do a two-year course with us and then you might get picked up or yeah. you do screen acting courses and things like that. So what would your advice be on that or what would your take be on that? Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, think, I think there's no rules. I've seen actors like Samantha Morton didn't do drama school. She did workshops. Um, there, there's a number of very good actors who didn't. But of course, when you go to Arado or you go to one of the big drama schools, if you get your head down and you're... And you, and you put and, and they like you and you put the work in you do have that audience of the best agents and casting directors so you get the kind of red carpet not all not all it's only there's a few but you definitely get those opportunities but that is not a given for success i know many people who have been to rada who've not had a career not had a great career so it doesn't always work but if you are fated you put the work in it does give you the opportunity but you don't need to do that to get a good, you, you, I think to be, a, I mean, to be a, 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 a really good actor that is you need to put the work in. So you need to find ways. You need to have a, you need to be reading plays all the time. You need to be doing workshops, not just the miser. You need to be doing all these workshops. You need to be doing uh, voice. You need to be doing movements because you need to be in your body. Some of these actors are just working from the neck up. I've seen them, especially just ones who just on camera yeah. workshops. They're, they're not in their bodies. They've got, they're like this. And, 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 and most of the really special actors have tended to come from the stage, generally. Mm -hmm. There are exceptions. There are exceptions. Do, some who do tap dancing like you did back in the day? Yeah, no, listen, the dance is great. Any, any <laughs> yeah. kind of performing is great. I mean, it's, 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 you want to be doing everything. Voice, movement, Alexander technique, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You, there is no rules. You find what works for you. You don't need to just do one, one style. Of, of technique. I, I, I don't believe in that. You take a bit what works for you. Everybody is different. Everybody, but you need to put the work in. You need to keep putting the work in. I mean, most actors are lazy. And I used to be as well, really, in some senses, it's despite the obsessiveness, but it's, it's about putting that work in. You've got to, when you're looking at a, a dancer mm -hmm. or, a, or a, a pianist, they put five, six, seven hours a day in. Actors don't do that generally. They go for a coffee and moan. We'll have a little talk. 
or watch Netflix, right? You can learn from Netflix. You, you, you've got to put the work in. And you can see the difference with you guys who put the work in. I mean, you, you, you look at those guys who, are who really are outstanding, like those Rylances, Gary Oldman. I mean, Gary Oldman, for example, mm. drama school, right? You know, I know a couple of guys who went to drama school with him. He says they all went down the pub and were drinking. He'd go back and be working. He'd have one wow. drink and back working. His work ethic is off the charts, but all of them are. The really, really good ones, their work ethic is off the charts because that's where you learn, you just by doing it. Where, where you do it, I don't think you've, you, you've got to find where your home is. You go, yeah, I'm liking this guy. I like this guy. No, not keen on this guy, you know, and find this. And, and I need to do a bit of this on my voice. This is an Achilles heel. I'm not in my body. I need to work on that. But you need to keep working on scripts. You need to be looking at playwrights. You need to be looking at writers. You need to be reading the classics. You need to be reading. So many people don't read anymore. They don't read, right? Reading, you'll get your imagination working yeah. by going into a Bowsett novel, going into a modern novel, and putting yourself in the center of the novel. So you go to art galleries, like you said, that's pure bliss. You go into the National and you look at those paintings, you start putting yourself into those pictures. You've got to use that imagination. You've got to be learning scripts all the time. Really, there's, you've got to just be doing it all the time. Right, different facets, not necessarily just pure edit, just everything that's gonna make you a better human being is gonna make you more interesting. So you build that soul up. So it's not just about learning the lines, it's about growing. If you're prepared, you can relax the set. They go, yeah, the guy's okay, boom. If you're not, then you're gonna, there's the, and if the director's not sort of feeling confident, he's gonna bring out his insecure, insecurities. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've heard horror stories. I mean, there's, there's, there's been horror stories. I've been on sets where there's been screaming and shouting. I mean, pretty much uh, yeah. it's really because there's a lot of money involved on some of the films and mm -hmm. there's, there's pressure. But personally, you know, I haven't been involved in the drama myself. When I was younger, when I was a younger actor, I was more combustible. There I'd throw a few things around maybe and I could, I could, I could be a handful. Because I was I was young and out of my mind. I was I was crazy, you know, when I was in my early twenties. Yeah, certainly I certainly could be a bit difficult. I mean, I was certainly difficult um, because I wasn't comfortable in my own skin, and so I was edgy about things. And so that kind of insecure, whatever's going on, you you you, you project it out there. But so because I feel a lot more comfortable over the last 15, 16, no, twenty years, nineteen, twenty years, I feel much more comfortable on set and about being of service as well. It's not just about me, you know? It's about being a cog in the wheel and being of service mm. to everybody. You see, that's the trouble. It was all about me when I was younger. And that's when you see those actors that cause a lot of problems. It's, it's all about, it becomes all about them. It's a process and some people don't get over it. Some people actually get worse. They, they over the years, they become even more brittle, more feared up, more scared and more, more temperamental, more combustive. It depends on where you're at. Where you're at. But I, 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 I say to, uh, the more comfortable in your own skin, I think, is will help. But a lot of actors aren't comfortable in their own skin. That's why they're acting. And then that's also a good thing because you need your, you're basically wanting to sort of feed something else. And there's a look at me, look at me, look at me, please look at me, look at me some more, you know. Um, so it, it, it lends itself to a self-obsession and a, and a, and a self-centeredness. But... Mm -hmm. I mean, there are tools. I think the tools are um, meditation works really well. 
that gets you out. I do tell that to, to the guys I, I work with. I say, you know, get into the meditation. You've got to be careful with that because it can make you maybe a little bit too calm at times. Mm-hmm. And you want to keep those, keep that edge. But it, it, it really gets you out of the sense of self-centeredness. The self-consciousness, which is a killer for an actor. I know that for myself. It just basically yes. relaxes you. We don't really give a fuck as much about what people think as much. You do a bit, mm-hmm. but it's not amped up you know, which is a killer where you really are overly sensitive about what people think. So you're just giving your power away completely. And it shows, and that's where you become combustible. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed that. If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe so you never miss out. And don't forget to rate and comment on whichever platform you're listening this episode on. You can also become a patron and a supporter of the show by subscribing for as small as £5 or as I love saying, $5.50 on Patreon. I will put the information of the artist on the episode and any of the links in the description of this episode. So make sure to check that out. But as of now, I will leave you as I always do. Breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> now I must go, which means now I must go. That is copyrighted and I will sue. <laughs> Until next time, stay curious.